Justin Joel's bar. Oh, sometimes it causes me to toke the ghost. Toke the ghost. Toke the ghost. Were you there when they toke the ghost? <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Sometimes you get creative in how you rejoice always. And again, it is written, encourage yourselves in the Lord. Encourage your spirit. In the Lord. A person that doesn't drink is not receiving grace from Jesus. You know, the revelation is that there's no goodness in us except the grace of the Lord Jesus, but it's a river, so it's a lot. So we're really good people. We're really good. You are good ones. I mean, that's what saints are. Once you separate soul from spirit, there's no false humility. You'd be like, dang, that living water is clear, crystal, sparkling, really nice, sugar and spice. How to have a perfect day every day in the Lord Jesus. Simply by learning how to drink. Once your life revolves around the living water, every day is washed. Your feelings, your emotions, your natural thinking, no longer based on the world, but based on heaven, where the living waters come from. So all the training in discipleship is learning how to drink. This is the cup of the new covenant, so the new covenant is how to drink. So, sometimes we're on baby formula. And sometimes, you know, a newborn baby won't even be able to pucker up. I don't have the strength to suck. I'm lower than sucking. I can't even suck. So, what you gotta do is like just pour it in them. That's about where we're at. That's about where we're at. We're about at the place where you take an IV and stick it in you and me and let it drip, let it drop from the head to the top, which is also the head. But when you're in the glory, it don't matter. Everything's drunk. Everything's anointed. Everything's joyful. A lot of nonsense in the glory. Nonsense is important. It's like Holy Ghost recess. Jesus' favorite subject in school was math. That's what the religious spirit thinks. That's what Pharisees believe.
Jesus' favorite class in school was obviously lunch. Because he was a drunkard and a glutton. Hallelujah. How many parables can you have about food? I mean, it's like harvest, it's seed, it's wheat, it's farming. Almost all of Jesus' teachings revolved around food. <laughs> the greatest times of fellowship were around the feast table. You know why? You're satisfied. You're, it's a place of comfort. The feast table is a place of pleasure. It's a place of enjoyment. It resembles heaven accurately. You can only receive into your spirit when you're comfortable. If you're uncomfortable, you're rejecting it. That's why you're uncomfortable, because you don't want it in your spirit. When you're comfortable, when you're pleasured, you're like, more, more, more. You want more. If it's enjoyable, you want more. I'll take seconds, thirds, fourths, fifths, sixths, seven, infinite amounts. All you can eat, Jesus Christ, Chinese buffet. <laughs> and he is your one billion dollar mega millions <laughs> fortune cookie. <laughs> Whoa! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. I don't. I don't know why that one got me so deeply, man. Jesus, your mega millions fortune cookie at the marriage supper of the Chinese buffet in the glory. Hallelujah! Let's just have a drink. One for that side of the brain. This one for this side of the brain. Have a drink for that side of the equator and the other side of the equator. And one for the North Pole and the other one for the South Pole. Oh, yeah, holy, whoa. Oh, Shaba. Song of Solomon's. Now there's many Solomons. And just like Jesus never talked about anyone's brain. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. It is the truth anyhow. People. Hallelujah. Oh, man. Here we go. Shaba. How fair you are, my love, he said. How very fair. Your eyes behind your veil remind me of those of a dove. Your hair makes me think of the black wavy fleece of a flock of the Arabian goats. <laughs> Which one sees trailing down Mount Gilead beyond the Jordan on the frontiers of the desert, but your teeth are like a flock of shorn ewes. 
which have come up from the washing. Of which all are in pairs. She didn't play hockey. Amen. And none is missing among them. Your lips are like a thread of scarlet. Your mouth is lovely. Your cheeks are like halves of a pomegranate behind your veil. Your neck is like the Tower of David, built for an arsenal, like a giraffe, whereon hang a thousand bucklers, all of them shields of warriors. go into the message translation and get messed up on the message. <laughs> that was some heavy drinking before Joel's bar today. Hope you brought your mugs. Bring your Bible and your cup of the new covenant. You're going to need them both. You're going to drink them both. Come here to drink. Come here to understand God in a liquid form. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I went to my garden, dear friend and best lover, breathed the sweet fragrance. I ate the fruit and honey. I drank the nectar and wine. Celebrate with me, friends. Raise your glasses <laughs> to life and to love. Whoa. I was sound asleep, but in my dreams I was wide awake. Oh, listen, it's the sound of my lover knocking and calling. Let me in, dear companion, dearest friend, my dove consummate lover. I'm soaked with the dampness of the night, drenched with dew, shivering and cold. But I'm in my nightgown. Do you expect me to get dressed? I'm bathed in bed. Do you want me to get dirty? But my lover wouldn't take no for an answer. And the longer he knocked, the more excited I became. I got up to open the door to my lover, sweetly ready to receive him, desiring and expectant as I turned the door handle. But when I opened the door, he was gone. Deeper within still. Deeper within still. You go one layer at a time in you, into the glory, into the water, into the well of salvation into the river you gotta dive in the river you need to look at spiritual growth like scuba diving the only way you're gonna make it is if you get deep in the living water there's no safety there is no uh, protection from demons anywhere except in the river there's no armor except in the river. There's no kingdom except in the river. There's no salvation except in the river. There's no provision and promotion except in the river. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Jesus is only on this earth as a living water 
river of life. Amen. So we're going to go deeper. The living water is your victory over sin. The living water is what keeps your garments spotless. You can be constantly washed with the water of your spirit. You can constantly annihilate your neighbor's demons. You can constantly attack the demonic assignments against your apostleship and the serpents that crawl and the foul birds that lay nests and everything that swims and everything that crawls on its belly everything that flies all the shadows of all the animal forms of the fallen angels are defeated in the living waters of Christ in you your victory over sin Satan in the world is the living water alone there is no victory anywhere else if you are struggling it's because you're not drinking if there are sin issues it's because you're not drinking if you have a stained conscience you don't yet have a revelation of the river of life you need to learn to drink you have to get washed you have to get brainwashed on light because you're brainwashed on darkness darkness is the brainwash it's the dark load Jehovah, you know, it's like uh, we say Jehovah Maytag, the Lord is our washing machine. But Satan has a washing machine too. And you come out dirtier in his river. His river of religion. His river of self-righteousness. His river of fornication. His river of idolatry and immorality. His river of sorcery and witchcraft and strife and jealousy and pride. He has a river of human blood where you get dirtier and dirtier and dirtier and then beats you up under rules and regulations. Yep. But the river of life will set you free into perfected liberty for your mind to actually see. The mind will see the glory when it begins to believe. There is a faith that always sees the glory. Jesus Christ said, if you believe, you will see the glory of God. All you have to do is believe to see the glory. <laughs> All you got to do is believe to drink the glory. How do I get drunk? How do I drink? Believe the Word of God. Become a believing believer. Get baptized in faith. You know, the river is God's faith. He didn't just send some liquid down here to wash our sins away. He sent His very self. The river is God Himself. God's faith is the water passing through your soul. The knowledge of the glory is the knowledge of the living water or the faith of God. 
Faith that moves mountains, Jesus said they'd have to be cast into water. So someone needs the knowledge of the water in their spirit, how to wash their hearts. You know why people don't have a knowledge of the glory? Because they have a knowledge of self, a knowledge of Satan. These two kingdoms cannot work together. Bible says salt water and fresh water can't come out of the same vessel. So you're going to be experiencing the devil or Jesus every day. Guaranteed, every person on earth is. We want people to experience Jesus in a fresh, new way. I saw a vision today of fire hydrants broken everywhere. In the summertime, people, they get the big wrench out, they open up the fire hydrant, and water gets loosed everywhere. And when the water hits the light, rainbows. Except in the vision, the human, the human beings were the fire hydrants. You guys are a bunch of broken fire hydrants and the water's gushing out of you everywhere. Every single person around me in the vision was a wild, broken, open fire hydrant and their head was covered with a rainbow and this was the beginning of the revival, the release of the living waters out of your spirits. The rainbow is simply the living water mind. The mind of Christ is the rainbow. We know that. We've been saying that for 10 years. But did you know that the living water, as it comes up in you, is the rising of the mind of Christ? Without water, there is no mind of Christ. There is no thinking God's thoughts. God's thoughts are liquid glory. God's thoughts are the oil of joy poured on the head. What did he pour on your head? His thought life. What did it feel like? Fresh oil. It felt like laughter. It felt like enslaving yokes of demonic spirits breaking off your shoulders and spinal cords, backs and brains and necks, snap, crackle, pop, and just getting free in perfected liberty for your mind to see the glory. The mind to see the glory. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus, for deliverance tonight. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, it's fun. Jeremiah 2.13, For my people have committed two evils. They have forsaken me, the fountain of living water. You understand that the entire forsaking of God is the rejection of drinking the living water. Jeremiah 2.13 says so. Having a gospel that's not liquid. Having a life that's not liquid. Unbaptized. Having a mind not controlled by liquid substances. Not high all the time. You know, when you get a revelation of the living water, you're high all the time. Why? Because the most high is the living water. That's God. That's God. It exposes idolatry. That's why people manifest. You think you're better than me? Elitism? No, I think the river's better than you. The river's God. The river's God. The river's better than you. Amen. Drink from the fountain of life that's better than you. And you get humbled real quick. I'm getting saved tonight. I know I'm already saved. I need to get more saved. The more you get lost in the living water, the more saved you get. Amen.
Thank you, Jesus. And they have hewn for themselves their own fountains. They have developed things that satisfy their soul apart from the Holy Spirit. And so just be convicted right now and whatever you're struggling with, do we just give it to the living water? In any place that we have not gone to the river for satisfaction, for pleasure, we want to give it to the river. We want to return home to dad. You know, there's a progressive coming home of the prodigal sons, even though they're in God's house, physically they came home. Now the internal part of them through feasting is coming home. Just because your outside came home doesn't mean your inside came home at all. If you don't drink, you didn't come home at all. Just because you're physically here doesn't mean your heart's here. I've seen 100,000 hearts not be here, even if their bodies pass through. Which means coming home is bringing your inner man to the feast table. Staying home in God's house is feasting on God's living water, breakfast, lunch, dinner, and all night long. Living in the river, staying home, staying synchronized. And if you ever leave, just remember how to get back. And just come back to the water and get washed. Because you'll learn through failure. You'll learn through all kinds of wrongdoing. You're not going to get it right because the animal is clueless. The brain is clueless. The brain's not going to do the right thing. Just get over that. We come in with a perfectionist attitude and we don't want to look bad in front of others. It's just setting yourself up with... You're sustaining yourself with pride. Which means it's a guaranteed fall. God will have mercy on you. He'll take care of you secretly because your heart's after Him, but you're a mess. No one comes to Christ all good. No one gets sanctified all good. It's a mess every day in the water. The water is messy. It's just gushing through everything. You don't try to hold together. You just let water wash it. I mean, think about it. It's like a geyser. It's a spring. It's a fountain. A fountain's just a mess springing water up everywhere. God's, that's what clean, cleanliness actually looks like, a sin-free zone. It's just water washing stuff in all directions. We want to get it in control. We want to figure it out. We, want to, we have our ideas of what it's supposed to look like. <laughs> God's going to get you undone from religion. God's going to drown Jezebel in living water. God's going to give her an anchor for her carnal mind, hanging a millstone around every dry place of our hearts and minds and bringing us down as Jezebel. It goes down as the soul goes down. As the believer's souls go down into the living water, these final principalities 2,000 years later are drowning are drowning. They're drowning tonight. They're going down. This is how you end the war. A greater revelation of grace. There's a greater understanding of the water in your spirit for dealing with heart and mind and body issues, world issues, 
and universal issues. The water is the answer to everything. You know, in the old covenant, it was all about clean and unclean. Same with the new. In the new covenant, it's all about clean or unclean. Any place there isn't living water flowing is unclean. That's Satan's kingdom, 100% of the time. Any dry place, Satan's kingdom. The cleanliness of the new covenant, clean and unclean, is where the river flows. The river flows through ones who knows. The river flows through a revelation of living water washing everything, and it's the only way to be clean. It's the only way to be in grace. It's the only way to have victory over the devil. There is no victory over sin except from the river within. So you begin to learn how valuable the water is. When NASA looks out in outer space to find alien life forms, you know all they look for? Water. Symbolic. There's no life without water. There's no divine life without water. We've understood it in the natural. Where are all the cities built, guys? All the cities of the earth? They're all around water. Rivers, oceans, lakes. It's all based on water. If there's no water, there's no one there. You know where the places that are not populated? The places on earth where there's no water. The Sahara Desert. There's like 30 people in this gigantic thing the size of Texas. Nobody there because there's no water. You die. You want the water and you got to get so desperate in understanding what it is to set your entire dryness free from the enemy. <laughs> the fountain of living waters, Jeremiah 17:13. Zechariah 14:8, and it shall be in that day that living waters shall go out from Jerusalem, half of them to the eastern Dead Sea, and half of them to the western Mediterranean Sea, in summer and in winter shall it be. The whole realm of the earth made alive by your spirit. By your spirit. Most important thing, after you find Jesus, is understanding how he's here so you don't get into religious Jesus. Religious Jesus don't teach you about the water, does he? Religious Jesus does not train you in the river. The real Jesus is here as a river only. Everything else is phony. Phony Jesus everywhere. We need a dependency on the water. We need a people that know how to drink. <laughs> we thank you for our Lord. <laughs> Shaba. Amen. So you got a lot of dry place Christians out there that are full of opinions and they hate this message. You know why? It ends religious demons' lives. And they're desperate to stay here influencing you because that's all they got. This is why they fell from heaven, guys. This is why half the people in the chat room oppose this message today. This is why half the stuff in the listeners 
aren't even getting it because the demonic is only dry. You gotta understand, tree of life, living water, tree of knowledge, dry knowledge. There is so much gospel and Christianity out there that's only dry knowledge. It's all satanic, guys. The only thing wrong with the earth is a lack of liquid glory, a lack of revelation of how Jesus is present during this time. During this time. And so people have constructed entire religious systems. You, you need to understand, this is the whole curse of the fall you're going up against. A system not redeemable, a Christianity that's so diabolical, it's ensnared most believers. Where that the water is not the main thing in Christianity. They wonder why the presence comes and goes. They wonder why there's not a consistency in their lives because they're not discipled in the river. Do you realize anyone that was John the Baptist's disciple, Elijah, the prophetic, or Jesus Christ's disciple, the apostolic, the prophetic and the apostolic, and John and Jesus, they both had to be in the river, otherwise they were not disciples. Do you understand? Which means you can't even be Christians unless it's based on the water. Amen. Truth anyhow. <laughs> and every other form's going to drown because Jesus said it will be like the days of Noah. And he got all these voices in the background saying it's not true, it's not true. Why? Because it's by faith that it brings the floods. If you believe this stuff, you'll bring more water and you'll hurt more demons' feelings. And your demons are mainly inside Christian churches of a dry theology that lacks an understanding of how Christ is present on this planet. Just like the first coming, Satan and his angels had put their whole stronghold where? In the synagogues. So that people trying to find God found Lucifer instead. Same exact thing in church today. Not my church. I tell you what. If your church is a river, it's a church without walls. If your church is the river, your church is the church of your city. And it's the high place of your city. And I hope it is. I really am praying for that because that will advance the kingdom and help us considerably here in this broadcast and in this ministry. Anyone pioneering and bringing water helps others bringing water. Those that are not, they're throwing dust and dirt in all their teaching and preaching. It's like throwing around snakes at each other and venom. Their teachings are venom. The vine that they attach to is the grapes of Sodom. The grapes of gall, the sourness of man's religion. The bitterness of man's attempts to save himself and be good. There are demonic vineyards. Moses dealt with the wine of adders, the wine of bitterness, the wine of gall, all of the counterfeits of the fallen angels of all the same symbolisms of Christianity. It's true. The enemy is a counterfeiter of everything from God. And he can get really close 
and it'll be exact in the soul realm. It'll be exact. That's why people get so deceived, because if you aren't spiritual and you're soulish, it all the devil's stuff looks exactly like Jesus' stuff. The only way you'll be able to discern accurately the difference is if you're an actual disciple in the river. Because only in the river can you discern spirits. Only in the river are the gifts of the spirits used by God for God. Out of the river, they're by self for self it's all about self-righteousness it's all satanic most of the gifts are used satanically satanic gifts of the spirit that are irrevocable the spirit just gives them to men now men can use them for self which is satan's kingdom which is usually what you see isn't that what jesus christ said in the bible depart from me worker of iniquity you're going to hell with the unbelievers because you use the gifts for soul and self and you never knew me which was spirit which means you're not a disciple you're not in the river the river is exclusive because that's the kingdom's present presence on this planet it's not like it's an optional aspect of christianity it's saved or unsaved we have an idea where it's like oh they're starting to talk about jesus demons talk about jesus every day they're not saved that doesn't help them talking about jesus don't mean anything it's the realm you're living in inside your heart that matters you could be talking about all the secular subjects but in your heart you're in the river you're in the throne room all the time and you didn't even say the name of jesus all day but you were in jesus all day because you're not a flipping hypocrite (laughs) so you're practicing the river of life you learn how to be christian on the inside and the outside the outside don't matter the outside is the play acting the fake the hypocrite all the nonsense on the outside jesus christ looked like the devil he broke all the levitical laws this man can't be the messiah he breaks all the levitical laws that's what they said in the bible he can't be sent from god he's not doing it according to the dead letter according to the rules of moses what because it's all about obedience to the living water on the inside being in right standing with god is a heart issue and loyalty to the water no one can be in right standing with god in their brain brain don't even matter what you believe in your brain is irrelevant what's flowing in your heart depends on your eternal place salvation or damnation that's why you go deeper into your heart and you find out oh man there's stuff in me that's not from god i want that out because i want heaven formed on the inside and i don't care what it looks like on the outside if you care what it looks like on the outside you can't be delivered you can't get be delivered from satan or sin because it will just all these manifestations to start to come out you start to get undignified you lose your respectability only through deliverance not for making a scene not for carnality you'll have that too because people come in and it's just the emotions override and it's the holy ghost emotions there's nothing more emotional here than the river 
So you splash the river on people on the sand, they're gonna act like they're in the river, but it'll be a fading emotion. It won't be a consistent ecstasy, it'll be like a one-time ecstasy. The ones that are consistent are the ones that know how to practice the river. And so that's how you live Christ's life around others. Until people can actually see, man, this, this person understands how to yield their body to the living water as God. To keep your body as a cump. Do you realize that you can't use this temple as the temple of the Holy Spirit unless it's in Ezekiel 47, temple of living water. That the whole purpose and the point of your existence is how to fill it up with water. The Bible teaches that. That if your purpose and existence is for knowledge, I come here for teaching tonight. I come here for revelation tonight. I come here for all kinds of things. I don't want to sin and smoke mess anymore. So I'm watching Joel Bargood. Now understand how to fill your body with living water and you'll feel better than all the drugs of the earth combined in the body all the time. And if you're not, it's because you got a demon 100% of the time. Watch pigs in the parlor. Get deliverance. Get it out. And the water's rising and you will get it out. As you take pleasure in the fountain of your God, it will wash the demons out of you and they will come out because they can't stand the water. The washing of the water cleanses the control and the argument of the enemy. There's a scroll, there's a word, there's a hook. The water melts hooks, the water melts mountains. In 2008, God gave me the book of Enoch and he said these seven metal mountains of Enoch are gonna melt by the living waters. My very first sermon, the first day I was in full-time ministry, God the Father spoke audibly and said, this is Gideon's 300, and I want you to teach on Ezekiel 47. The only purpose of ministry in this generation is to prepare for the floods. All other ministry is irrelevant and set up like the days of Noah to be absolutely destroyed. You're going to have to learn to worship underwater. You're going to have to learn to worship the water. God himself is the water of life. Worship the Holy Ghost. Set up a Christianity where you can worship the water. You know, that's how you get your eyes fixed on Jesus because it's the water of Jesus going through your eyes. Your eyes are getting washed. I have set a covenant with my eyes to look at the water, keeping them fixed on Jesus so that anything you look at gets washed. If you are in the real river, you're sanctifying creation. Creation longs for the manifestation of the river, which is the very nature of the suns. Why do they long for the suns? Because they're thirsty for the living water. We're the only conduits of that substance that God ever created. They can't get back into the glory until you realize the glory as the living water coming out of you and your innermost being. And dealing with all the blockages of selfishness 
dealing with all the blockages of mental illness, dealing with all the blockages of Satan and generational curses and anything that has been done to you physically, the river of life heals it. You know, the leaves of this tree are the healing of the nations. You know what the leaves are? It's not just some oak tree covering yourself with branches. Remember, fig trees Jesus cursed. It's not natural leaves. You know what it is? The tree of life and the leaves of that tree are the healing of the nations. It's the covering of the living waters over the flesh. The leaves of the tree of life, it's the covering of the waters of life from the throne of God and the Lamb. When the living waters begin to flow through you, over you, you get healed from so much that you're ridiculously happy all the time. So it becomes very apparent who's in the water, loyal to the Holy Ghost, who's not, because they're following Satan. That's right. Have nothing to do with the followers of Satan. And if you've been following demons against the Holy Spirit, against the living waters, repent while you still can. Become a friend of the water. There's no salvation or Jesus Christ anywhere else. You can search the whole world. you never find it. The good shepherd shall lead them where? To the springs of the water because there's no salvation anywhere else. You can search the whole universe. You're not going to find God anywhere on this planet except in living water. And in the living water, the living water is the voice of many waters. He'll teach you about all the things of heaven. But he'll teach you in liquid form. And it's going to drown your brain, so it's going to make you look like you're not actually growing to the religious people. They'll say, man, you got into some kind of weird stuff, but you're actually getting into the river and becoming a real disciple for the first time. Because disciples of the river, like John and Jesus, are so rare, people don't even know what it is. They think it's Satan. That's how far off American Christianity is right now. Truth, anyhow. We're going to demonstrate again John and Jesus, which symbolically in the first coming represent the prophetic and the apostolic two witnesses. Who were the two witnesses that tormented everyone? Some of you getting tormented right now. Many people already turned it off getting tormented. They're getting tormented by the witness of the water, the voice of the water that I can't do it in myself. I can't do it in my soul. I have to be dependent on this river. The river's gonna do it all, yes. The river's gonna do it all. The river's gonna change you, your personality, your likes and your tastes. You go from caramel to chocolate, peanut peanut M&Ms to regular M&Ms. Sweet and sour to, to sweet. You'll change physically, mentally, naturally, spiritually, every which direction, upside down, all around, you're being rearranged in the river. Remember, it's like a washing machine, and you are the garment. The righteous acts of the saints are garments, which means you're getting washed in the at a physical level by a spiritual God in a living water washing machine to completely change you in every direction. You'll get out of the wash and you'll still be in the water, except you'll have a new perspective. You know what revelation is when you're revelating? You're in a washing machine. Tumble cycle. 
spin cycle. It went up in a whirlwind. It went up in the spin cycle. It's, it's all through water. Enoch ascended through water. Elijah ascended through water. Jesus went up into a cloud of vapor and water. Jesus walked on water. It was all based on the living water. Creation was founded on the waters and the oceans. The nations, the rocks and the brains and the bones of all nations on earth were founded on the waters. Adam and Eve were created on the waters and by water. Which means you get into this, you have dominion over all nations and under all nations. What is servant of all, greatest in the kingdom? Someone who's in the under aqueducts of the springs of the waters of life. In the root system of the original design by which all nations were created. And all nations in Adam and Eve. So it doesn't matter what nation you are. We're water nation. The earth is a water nation. The whole flipping planet. And that's biblical. The earth is founded upon the water of God. You get into the water of God, all nations are sovereignly getting pastored by your renewed mind, which is your living water intelligence. That's the rainbow of the ark of the days of Noah. It's the government of God. It's the intelligence of the seven spirits of God. It's how to rule by God's gifts to men in love from the invisible realm. It's all water. The government of God that increases is the days of Noah. It's an ever-increasing water. Amen. Hallelujah. Shabbat. Water is mentioned 373 times in the Bible. You know where water is first mentioned? Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. <laughs> so it's the number one thing. It's the number one thing. It's the foundational thing of God, His nature, salvation, His kingdom, and every other thing you'll ever know about God for the rest of eternity. Genesis 1, 1. First this, God created the heavens and the earth. All you see, all you don't see, earth was a soup of nothingness, a bottomless emptiness and inky blackness. God's spirit brooded like a bird above the water. Genesis 1-6, God spoke sky in the middle of the water separated water from water God made sky he separated the water under the sky from the water above the sky and there it was he named the sky the heavens it was evening it was morning day two that's a lot of water in day two it's making me drool actually Genesis 1 9 God spoke separate separate the water Water beneath heaven, gather unto one place, land, appear. And there it was. God named the land earth, 
and he named the pool water ocean god saw that it was good good water genesis 1:20 god spoke swarm ocean with fish and all sea life birds fly through the sky over earth god created the huge whales all the swarm of life in the waters all the swarm of life in the waters and every kind of species god saw that it was good god bless them prosper reproduce and fill the oceans day five genesis 2 5 at the time god made earth and heaven before any grasses or shrubs had sprouted from the ground god hadn't yet sent rain on earth nor was there anyone around to work the ground the whole earth was water Whoa. the whole earth was water, water. <laughs> i think it was living water i think the whole earth was glory it was an underground separate spring God formed man out of the dirt from the ground and blew into his nostrils the breath of life and man came alive as a living soul in the water. Genesis 2.10 A river flows out of Eden to water. Heaven on earth, water. Bringing Eden to earth, as water the garden from there divides into what four rivers more water guys the first is named pishon it flows through Havilah, where there is gold the gold of this land is good the land is also known for a sweet scented resin and the onyx stone the second river is named gihon it flows through the land of Kush. Kush. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was a lot of water there too. So it's the Kush water. The third river is named Hittikel that flows east of Assyria. The fourth river is the Euphrates. Water, 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 water. Heaven only was on earth as water, the Bible says. Genesis 7:17, the flood continued 40 days. And the waters rose and lifted the ship high over the earth. How do you take the ship? The tongue is the rudder of the ship. Take the ship over the earth by water. So what is the resurrection? Learning how to rise in the water. Shabbat. It has to be a cloud full of rain because it's only through water that you get up on the cloud. The flood got worse until all the highest dry places 
All the highest dry places. Whoa. We're covered with the high water mark. Message translation. The high dry places were covered with high water mark. Oh, and take that mark in your forehead. Uh, the high water mark. Above the crest of the mountains, everything died. You know what the revelation is there? Death will die by water. Death will die by water. Holy Ghost, whoa. I love wild water, <coughs> wild water ministry. Man, it feels like a fire hose that just firemen let go, you know, on, on full blast. It's just like, oh. <laughs> oh. Thank you, Jesus. You guys want to hear some more about water? Holy Job chapter 5 verse 8 that's it that's it Whoa. Amen. Oh man, Shabba. Shabba. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, here we go. If I, <laughs> if I were in your shoes, I'd go straight to God. <laughs> Job 5.8 I'd throw myself on the mercy of God After all, he's famous For great and unexpected acts There's no end to the surprises He gives rain For instance, across the wide earth He sends water To irrigate the fields he raises up the down and out. He gives firm footing to those who sink in grief. He aborts the schemes of conniving crooks so that none of their plots come to term. Wow, I just saw a vision of Biden. 
He catches the know-it-alls and their conspiracies. All that intricate intrigue swept out with the trash. <laughs> Suddenly, they're disorientated, plunged into darkness. How many of y'all know light is as darkness? <laughs> The living water is death to the dying. The living water looks as darkness to those in darkness. Fragrance of death to those that are dying. It's true. You release a lot of living water to get around gross unbelief. They'll see you as a dark cloud. They'll see you as Satan. It's true. Woe to them who call good evil and evil good. Because if you're not drinking the cup of salvation, which is grace, grace looks like the devil to those in legalism. But it's true. People that aren't familiar with how the living water flows look at the living water as the enemy. They actually want to pull you out. They think it's the devil. Most Christians, when you go deep in the water, they think you're in rebellion because you start to have fun. You start to get happy. You start to get free from religion. They start to, to attack you. <laughs> Suddenly they're disoriented and plunged into darkness. The water would take them down deeper in the darkness. If they don't drink, they actually get darker and darker. You want them to drink, you want them to soften their heart, but listen, the ones that don't drink, they get worse. The Bible says the wicked will go from bad to worse because they refuse to drink the living water. They refuse to change their gospel to a water gospel. You watch. Everyone that doesn't change their gospel to a water gospel, the original gospel of Jesus Christ in the red letters, they'll go from bad to worse. They'll just be full-blown manifesting antichrist. Job 8.8 8. But the question to our ancestors Study what they learned from their ancestors, for we're newcomers at this with a lot to learn, and not too long to learn it. So why not let the ancestors teach you, tell you what's what, instruct you, and what they knew from experience? Can mighty pine trees grow tall without soil? Can luscious tomatoes flourish without water? That's teaching the ancient wisdom. Can luscious tomatoes grow without water? Job 8.8 8. Blossoming flowers look great before they're cut or picked, but without soil or water, they wither more quickly than grass. A believer will wither more quickly than grass without water. That's what twice dead is, is believing in Jesus, but not being in the water. 
Twice dead. Oh, oh, oh man. Check this one out. Job. Job. Job 26.5 All the buried dead are in torment. But it's interesting, how did they get there? They've been drowned in the deep. The water took them there. You know, the water takes you to hell by not drinking it. The deep sea. Hell is ripped open before God. Graveyards dug up and exposed. He spreads the skies over unformed space, hangs the earth out in empty space. He pours water into cumulus cloud bags and the bags don't burst. He makes the moon wax and wane, putting it through its phases. He draws the horizon out over the ocean, sets a boundary between light and darkness. Thunder crashes and rumbles in the skies. Listen, it's God raising his voice. By his power, he stills sea storms. By his wisdom, he tames sea monsters. Yeah! 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 Come on! Oh, yeah, thank you. Job 28, 23. God alone knows the way to wisdom. He knows the exact place to find it. He knows where everything is on earth. He sees everything under heaven after he commanded the winds to blow and measured out the waters. You know, the law of liberty in Christ Jesus is the measured waters. The law of liberty, the law of love, the new covenant commandment is staying in these measured waters. That's the only obedience in existence. The measured waters, Job 28, 23, arranged for the rain and set off explosions of thunder and lightning. He focused on wisdom. He made sure it was all set and tested and ready. Then he addressed the human race. Here it is. Fear of the Lord, that's wisdom, and insight means shunning evil. Shunning dryness. Job 36. Job is so juicy, isn't it? There is so much wisdom in Job. Verse 27. He pulls water. He's going to pull right out of your belly. He pulls water. Lord Jesus, pull up our water. He pulls water. Whoa. 
distills it, fills up his rain cloud cisterns, clouds full of rain, the prophetic, the rain of Christ, the tabernacle of David, this water as the skyline, the covering of the living waters, heaven on earth, rain cloud cisterns pulled up in you, then the skies open up, your spirit reigning as the open heavens, and it pours out the Soaking showers on everyone. Does anyone have the slightest idea how this happens? How he arranges the clouds, how he speaks in the thunder. Just look at that lightning, his sky filling light showing, illumining the dark depths of the sea. These are the symbols of his sovereignty. His generosity, his loving care. It's the Jesus storm. We're coming into a Jesus weather system. What's the forecast, brother? Jesus. It looks like a lot of Jesus. 100% chance of Jesus. <laughs> and Jesus showers. And Jesus floods. He hurls arrows of light, taking sure and accurate aim. The high God roars in the thunder, angry against evil. What's the vengeance of the Lamb? Water against dryness. And that's why the dryness shows up to always protest. Because they know their time is ending. Maybe if we attack the water, it won't attack our dryness. That's not how it works. That encourages us. You just reveal everything we're doing is working. Job 38 22 Have you Have you ever traveled to where snow is made? Have you seen the vault where hail is stockpiled? The secret storehouse of the hail. Revival hail. The arsenals of hail and snow. Different forms of water, people. <laughs> that I can keep in readiness for times of trouble and battle. 
and war. Can you find your way to where lightning is launched and to the place from which the wind blows? Who do you suppose carves canyons? Carving canyons for the downpour of rain. And charts the route of thunderstorms that bring the water to unvisited fields, dry place. Deserts that no one ever lays eyes on, drenching the useless wastelands so that they're carpeted with wildflowers and grass. And who do you think is the father of rain? Father of rain. Father of water. Come on now. Job 38:22. Who do you think is the father of rain, the father of dew, and the mother of ice, and the mother of frost? That's scripture, guys. <laughs> I think it's Jesus and his Holy Spirit. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Amen. Glory. Job 41:18. He snorts. He snorts and the world lights up with fire. What? I bet you didn't know he snorted. That's the swine anointing. Some kind of unrespectable animal snort just just to get your brain delivered from your spirit. He blinks and dawn breaks. Comets. Comets pour out of his mouth. Fireworks arc and branch. Smoke erupts from his nostrils like steam from a boiling pot. He blows and fires blaze. Flames of fire steam from his mouth. That's some hot water. All muscle. He is sheer and seamless muscle. To meet him is to dance with death. Sinewy and leave there's not a soft spot in his entire body as tough inside as out rock hard invulnerable even angels run for cover when he surfaces cowering before his tail thrashing turbulence javelins bounce harmlessly off of his hide harpoons ricochet wildly iron bars don't do nothing job 42:1 i'm convinced you can do anything and everything nothing and no one can upset your plans you asked who is this muddying the water ignorantly confusing the issue Second guessing my purposes, I admit it, I was the one. It's your own soul and mind. I babbled on, 
Babylon, I babbled on about things far beyond me. It's simply letting the dry place rule over your spirit that has all the water. Babbled on. Made small talk about wonders way over my head. You told me, listen and let me do the talking. Let me ask the questions. You give the answers. I admit I once lived by rumors of you. Sheer dry place knowledge. Now we're underwater in the constant experience of God. Now I have it firsthand from my own eyes and ears. I'm sorry. Forgive me. Job 42.1, I'm sorry, forgive me. I'll never do it again, I promise. I'll never again live on crusty hearsay. Dry place knowledge. Psalm 29, verse 3. God thunders across the waters. Brilliant, his voice and his face stream brightness. God across the floodwaters. Psalm 29.3 God across the floodwaters. You see how that works? Psalm 36.7 How exquisite your love. Oh God, how eager we are to run under your wings, to eat our fill at the banquet you spread as you fill our tankards with Eden spring water. You're a fountain of cascading light and you open our eyes to light. The only light down here is in the water. Living water is the only light on earth. Psalms 58 verse 6, God smash their teeth to bits. Leave them toothless tigers. Let their lives be buckets of water spilled. All that's left a damp stain in the sand. Let them be trampled grass worn smooth by the traffic. Let them dissolve into snail slime. Be a miscarried fetus that never sees sunlight. Before what they cook up is half done, God, throw it out with the garbage. Psalm 58, verse 6. The miscarriage verse. A lot of people don't like that one. Makes them uncomfortable. I like it. I like all the things of God. The, the questionable, experimental, all of it. The weirder, the better. Psalm 65, verse 9. Visit the earth. Ask her to join the dance. 
Deck her out in spring showers. Fill the God River. Fill the God River with living water. Paint the wheat fields golden. Creation was made for this. Drench, drench, drench the plowed fields. Soak the dirt clods with rainfall. As heroin rake bring her to blossom and fruit. Snow crown the peaks of splendor. Scatter rose petals down your paths. All through the wild meadows, rose petals. Set the hills to dancing. Dress the canyon walls with live sheep. A drape of flax across the valleys. Let them shout and shout. Let them shout. A lot of shouting here tonight. Bible says, let them shout. Oh, oh, oh. Let them sing. Psalm 66, verse 8. Bless our God, O peoples. Give him a thunderous welcome. Didn't he set us on the road to life? Didn't he keep us out of the ditch? He trained us first, passed us like silver through refining fires, brought us into hard scrabble country, pushed us to our very limit, road tested us inside and out, took us to hell and back. Finally, check it out. Finally, he brought us to this well-watered place. The water is the promised land. Psalm 66, 8, it is written. Amen. Mm, man, I gotta read that one again. Oh, you gotta hear this one. Psalm 66 8 in the water gospel. Bless our God, O peoples. Give him a thunderous welcome. Didn't he set us on the road to life? Didn't he keep us out of the ditch? He trained us first, passed us like silver through refining fires, brought us into the hard scrabble country, pushed us to our very limit, road tested us inside and out, took us to hell and back. Finally, he brought us to this well-watered place. (laughs) He finally will bring you, as you go deeper in the things of God, into the knowledge of the living water, which is your final resting place for your eternal souls. Yep. This is eternity. The living water is entering eternity. (laughs) 
Psalms 107, verse 33. God turned rivers into wastelands, springs of water into sun-baked mud. Luscious orchards became alkali flats because of the evil of the peoples who live there. Then he changed wasteland into fresh pools of water, arid earth into springs of water, brought in the hungry and settled them there. They moved in what a great place to live. They sowed the fields, they planted vineyards, they reaped a bountiful harvest. He blessed them and they prospered greatly in the watered land. Their herds of cattle never decreased. They never saw a decrease. That's a covenant promise for the watered lands that the living water leads you to. You'll never see decrease in any area of your life. Whoa. He gave the poor a safe place to live. Glory. And then there's always the Exodus. Every stage of salvation was water, wasn't it? Red Sea and Jordan. And eventually, how was Jerusalem taken? Through the water gate. David and his mighty men went up through the aqueduct under Jerusalem and they passed through the waterway and took the city from within the waters. Which is an understanding of how you take back this world from Satan by getting into the water and that's why we're like this. Because nothing else works. Hallelujah. Proverbs 5.17 Your spring water is for you and you only not to be passed among strangers. Bless your fresh flowing fountain. Proverbs 14.27 The fear of God is a spring of living water. So that you won't go off drinking from poisoned wells. Proverbs 15:2. Knowledge flows like spring water from the wise. Knowledge flows like spring water from the wise. Proverbs 16:22. True intelligence is a spring of fresh water. What is intelligence, guys? Like we've been saying the whole week? Living water is your spiritual intelligence. It's all water. Not natural water. Supernatural living water, which is the glory of God. Holy. Proverbs chapter 20 verse 5 knowing what is right is like deep water inside the heart 
A wise person draws from the well within. Proverbs 25. Knowing what is right is like a deep water in the heart. A wise person draws from the well within. You see, it's all about this water training from Genesis to Revelation. We'll go all the way through. What is leadership? What's a leader? Proverbs 21, verse 1. Good leadership is a channel of water. Proverbs 21, 1. Good leadership is a channel of water. Controlled by God. He directs the water whatever and he chooses. Here's a deep one for you guys. Ecclesiastes 11.3 When the clouds are full of water, it rains. <laughs> Whoa. Shaba. Song of Songs 510. My dear lover glows with health, red blooded, radiant. He's one in a million. There's no one quite like him. My golden one, pure and untarnished, with raven black curls tumbling across his shoulders. His eyes are like doves, soft and bright, like deep set, brimming with meaning, like wells of water. Like wells of water. His face is rugged, his beard smells like sage. Which, holy, holy, his voice, his words, warm and reassuring, fine muscles ripple beneath his skin, quiet and beautiful, his torso is the work of a sculptor, hard and smooth as ivory, he stands tall like a cedar, strong and deep-rooted, a rugged mountain of a man, aromatic and wood and stone, his wo- his words are kisses. <laughs> Amen. I love that. Song of Songs 8-6. Hang my locket around your neck. Wear my ring on your finger. Love is invincible. Facing danger and death. Passion laughs at the terrors of hell. The fire of love stoops at nothing. It sweeps everything before it. Floodwaters can't drown love. Torrents of rain can't pull it out. Love can't be bought. Love can't be sold. It's not to be found in the marketplace. My brothers used to worry about me. (laughs) I think most of them still do. (laughs) 
The Bible says water is salvation. The water of the Holy Spirit is your very salvation from hell. That's written in Isaiah 12, 3. Joyfully, you'll pull up buckets of water from the wells of salvation. Joyfully, you'll pull up buckets of water from the wells of salvation. And as you do it, you'll say, give thanks to God, call out his name, ask him anything, shout to the nations, tell them what he's done, spread the news of his great reputation. Isaiah 32, 15. Yes, weep and grieve until the Spirit is poured down on us from above. And the badlands... Whoa. Whoa. And the badlands desert grows crops and the fertile fields become forests. Justice will move into the badlands desert. Right? We'll build a home in the fertile field and where there's a right, there's there'll be peace and a progeny of right, quiet lives and endless trust. My people will live in a peaceful neighborhood, in safe houses, in quiet gardens. The forests of your pride will be cleared out. The forests of your pride will be clear cut. The city showing off your power leveled, but you will enjoy a blessed life planting well-watered fields and well-watered gardens with your farm animals grazing freely. Isaiah 35.5 Blind eyes will be opened, deaf ears unstopped, lame men and women will leap like deer, the voiceless break into song, springs of water will burst out of the wilderness. Streams will flow in the desert. Hot sands will become a cool oasis. Thirsty ground, a splashing fountain. Even lowly jackals will have water to drink. And barren grasslands will flourish richly. Amen. That's a juicy one, huh? Glory. Oh man, this is another really famous one. Isaiah 44 1. But for now, dear servant Jacob, listen. Yes, you, Israel, my personal choice. God who made you has something to say to you. The God who formed you in the womb wants to help you. Don't be afraid, dear servant Jacob, Jeshurun, the one I chose, for I will pour water on the thirsty ground. 
and send streams coursing through the parched earth. I will pour my spirit into your descendants and my blessing on your children. They shall sprout like grass on the prairie, like willows alongside creeks. This one will say, I am God's, and another will go by the name of Jacob. That one will write on his hand, God's property, and be proud to be called God's. Isaiah 48, 21, They weren't thirsty when he led them through the deserts. He made water pour out of the rock. He split the rock and water gushed. You know what the splitting of the rock for the water gushed? The splitting of your head. The word is to split your head for the water to gush. That's how you get into the water gospel, the only gospel. Isaiah 51.9 Wake up, wake up. Flex your muscles, God. Wake up as in the old days, in the long ago days. Didn't you once make mincemeat of Rahab? Dispatch the old chaos dragon? And didn't you once dry up the sea, the powerful waters of the deep, and made them the bottom of the ocean, a road for the redeemed to walk across? In the same way, God's ransomed will come back. Back to Zion, cheering, shouting, joy, eternal, wreathing their heads, exuberant ecstasies, transporting them, and not a sign of moans and groans. <laughs> well, that's like finding a gemstone right there, isn't it? Wow. <laughs> Whoa. That's Isaiah 51.9. Wake up, wake up, flex your muscles, God. Wake up as in days of old, in the long ago times. Didn't you once make mincemeat of Egypt, dispatch that old Egyptian dragon? And didn't you once dry up the sea, the powerful waters of the deep? and then made the bottom of the ocean a road the redeemed to walk across in the same way God's ransomed will come back. Come back to Zion cheering, shouting, joy eternal wreathing, their heads exuberant ecstasies transporting them. Exuberant ecstasies let us transport every one of us. <laughs> And not a single sign of moans and groans. Mm. <laughs> oh, this one. Isaiah 54, 9. This exile is just like the days of Noah. I promised then that the waters of Noah would never again flood the earth. Amen. Wow. Isaiah 55, 1. Hey there. All who are thirsty, come to the water. Come to the water. Isaiah 51, 55, 1. Come to the water. Come anyway, buy and eat. Come buy your drinks penniless. Buy wine, buy milk, buy without money. Everything's free. Why do you spend your money on junk food? Your hard-earned cash on cotton candy. Listen to me. Listen well. Eat only the best. 
fill yourself only with the finest. Pay attention. Come close now. Listen carefully to my life-giving, life-nourishing words. I'm making a lasting covenant commitment with you. The same that I made with David. Sure, solid, enduring love. I set him up as a witness to the nations, made him a prince and the leader of the nations. He's making you a prince and a leader of nations. By coming to the water, you get the royal inheritance of Jesus Christ. Wow. Woo. <laughs> Isaiah 55, 8. I don't think the way you think. The way you work isn't the way I work, God decrees. For as the sky soars high above the earth, so the way I work surpasses the way you work. And the way I think is beyond the way you think. Just as rain and snow descend from the skies and don't go back until they've watered the earth, doing their work of making things grow and blossom, producing seed for farmers, food for the hungry, so will the words that come out of my mouth not come back empty-handed. They shall not return void. They'll do the work that I sent them to do, they'll complete the assignment that I gave them. Send forth the water of the word and complete every desire of Father God's heart everywhere. Whoa, Jeremiah 2.12 Stand in shock, heavens, at what you see. Throw up your hands in disbelief. This can't be God's decree. My people have committed a compound sin. They've walked out on me. They walked out of the fountain of fresh flowing waters. Whoa. me back Ezekiel 47 1 now he brought me back to the entrance to the temple I saw water pouring out from under the temple porch to the east the temple faced east the water poured from the south side of the temple south of the altar he then took me out through the north gate and led me around the outside to the gate complex on the east. The water was gushing from under the south front of the temple. 
Ezekiel 47.3, he walked to the east with a measuring tape and he measured off 1,500 feet, leading me through water. How are you led by God through water? That was ankle deep. He measured off another 1,500 feet, leading me through water. That was knee deep. He measured off another 1,500 feet, leading me through water. Waist deep. He measured off another 1,500 feet. By now, it was a river. That's how you get the revelation of the river of life. Leading through water. But now, it was a river. Woo! Over my head. Can't be understood by the brain. Over my head. Water to swim in. Water no one could possibly walk through. Faith alone. Ezekiel 47.80 told me this water flows east. It descends to the Arabah and then into the sea. The sea of stagnant waters. Then it empties into those waters. The sea will become fresh. Wherever the river flows, life will flourish great schools of fish because the river is turning the salt sea into fresh water. Fish harvest. Where the river flows, life abounds. Fishermen, evangelists, will stand shoulder to shoulder along the shore from the En Gedi all the way north to the end claim, casting their nets. The sea will teem with fish of all kinds, like the fish of the great Mediterranean. Uh. Holy! This is a good one. This will happen. Daniel 10:15. While he was saying all this, I looked at the ground and said nothing. Then I was surprised by something like a human hand that touched my lips. I opened my mouth and started talking to the messenger. When I saw you, master, I was terror-stricken and my knees turned to water. I couldn't move. How can I, a lowly servant, speak to you, my master? I'm paralyzed. I can hardly breathe. Your knees turn to water. Hallelujah. <laughs> Joel 3.18. What a day. Wine streaming off the mountains. Milk rivering out of the hills. Water flowing everywhere. In Judah, a fountain pouring out of God's sanctuary, watering all the parks and gardens. But Egypt, dry place, will be reduced to weeds in a vacant lot. Edom turned into barren badlands. Carnal Christianity, all because of brutalities to the Judean water people and atrocities and murderers, a helpless innocent. Meanwhile, Judah will be filled with people. The living water Christians shall flourish, everything else destroyed. Jerusalem, the water city, Pearl Gates, water temple, will be inhabited forever. 
the sins I haven't already forgiven, I'll forgive by water. God has moved into Zion for good. A permanent water habitation. Amen. <laughs> Glory. You ready for this one? Habakkuk 2, 12 through 14. Who do you think you are? Building a town by murder, a city with crime. Don't you know that God of angel armies makes sure nothing comes of that but ashes? Make sure the harder you work, all that kind of thing, the less you are. Meanwhile, the earth fills up with the awareness of glory as the waters cover the sea. What's the answer to murder, rage, pride, soulishness, dry place? The earth and awareness, which takes preaching, awareness of God's glory as the waters. As the waters. Amen. Here's a good one, John the Baptist, Matthew 3, 7. When John realized that a lot of Pharisees and Sadducees were showing up for a baptismal experience because it was becoming the popular thing to do, he exploded. Brood of snakes! What do you think you're doing slithering down here to the river? <laughs> slithering to Joel's bar. Do you think a little water on your snake skins is going to make any difference? It's your life that must be changed, not your skin. And don't think you can pull rank by claiming Abraham as your father. Being a descendant of Abraham is neither here nor there. Descendants of Abraham are a dime a dozen. What counts is your life. It is green. Is it green and blossoming? Amen. Woo! Matthew 10, 14. This is a large work I've called you into. But don't be overwhelmed by it. It's best to start small. Give a, a cup of cool water to someone who is thirsty. <laughs> Matthew 14, 28. Peter suddenly, boldly said, Master, if it's really you, call me to come over on the water. <laughs> Mark 1, 9. At this time, Jesus came from Nazareth in Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. The moment he came out of the water, he saw the sky split open and God's spirit looking like a dove 
come down on him along with the spirit a voice you are my son chosen and marked by my love and the pride of my life Amen. There's a key right here. Luke 5 4. When he finished teaching, he said to Simon, Push out into deep water. Deep water. And then let your nets out for a catch. Deeper waters. Going deeper in the Holy Ghost tonight. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory. <laughs> Amen. John answered, I only baptize using water. <laughs> Which means there's no Elijah or prophetic anywhere else. I only baptize using water. Not, not a dry place to be found. Water only ministries. <laughs> yeah. John 2 6. Six stoneware water pots were there used by the Jews for ritual washings. So he's going to fill the rituals with water. Each held 20 to 30 gallons. Jesus ordered the servants, fill the pots with water. And they filled them to the brim. How many of y'all know you're the pots? Be filled with living water. Amen. <laughs> at that same time, John was baptizing over at Anon near Salem, where water was abundant. Abundant water is the only place you'll find Elijah. He ain't anywhere else. <laughs> John 4:10 Jesus answered, "If you knew the generosity of God and who I am, you would be asking me for a drink, and I will give you living water." <laughs> <laughs> the woman said, Sir, you don't even have a bucket. And this well is deep. So how are you going to get this living water? Are you a better man than our ancestor Jacob who dug this well and drank from it? And his sons and livestock and passed it down to us? Jesus said, everyone who drinks this water will get thirsty again and again. Anyone who drinks the water that I give will never thirst again. The water that I give will be an artesian spring within. 
gushing fountains of endless life. <laughs> Artesian spring within gushing fountains of endless life. The woman said, sir, give me this water so I will never get thirsty. We'll never have to come back to this well again. The woman left in her confusion. She left her water pot. Back in the village, she told the people, come and see the man who told me all the things I did, who knows me inside and out. Do you think this could be the Messiah? What is the Messiah? The waters within. Truth anyhow. Woo. So how you get healed? John 5, 7. The sick man said, Sir, when the water is stirred. Amen. John 7, 37. On the final and climatic day of the feast, Jesus took his stand. He cried out, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. Rivers of living water will brim and spill out of the depths of anyone who believes in me this way. Just as the scripture says, he said this in regard to the Spirit whom those who believed in him were about to receive. The Spirit had not yet been given because Jesus had not yet been glorified. <laughs> John 19.31 Then the Jews, since it was the day of Sabbath preparation, and so the bodies wouldn't stay on the crosses over the Sabbath, it was a high holy day that year, petitioned Pilate that their legs be broken to speed death, and the bodies taken down. So the soldiers came and broke the legs of the first man crucified with Jesus, and broke the legs of the other man crucified with Jesus. When they got to Jesus, they saw that he was already dead, so they didn't break his legs. One of the soldiers stabbed him in the side with a spear, and blood and water gushed out! And blood and water gushed out! That's the living water right there. Woo! <laughs> Acts 8.36 As they continued down the road, they came to a stream of water. The eunuch said, here's water. Why can't I be baptized? He ordered the chariot to stop. They both went down to the water. And Philip baptized him on the spot. When they came up out of the water, the Spirit of God suddenly took Philip off. And that was the last the eunuch saw him. But he didn't mind. He had what he'd come for. And he went down the road, road as happy as he could be. <laughs> then Peter said, 
Do I hear any objections to baptizing these friends with water? They've received the Holy Spirit exactly as we did. Amen. <laughs> Hearing no objections, he ordered that they be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Then they asked Peter to stay for a few days. <laughs> So I started in, talking. Before I'd spoken half a dozen sentences, the Holy Spirit fell on them, just as He did on us the first time. I remember Jesus' words, John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. So I ask you, if God gave the same exact gift to them as to us when we believed in the Master Jesus Christ, how could I object to God? Hallelujah. <laughs> Romans 6.1 So what do we do? Keep on sinning so God can keep on forgiving? I should hope not. If we've left the country where sin is sovereign, how can we still live in our old house there? Or didn't you realize we packed up and left there for good? This is what happened in baptism when we went under the water. He left the old country of sin behind. When we came up out of the water, we entered into the new country of a grace, a new life, and a new land. Glory. <laughs> Here's the ministry of the Apostle Paul. Notice the Apostle says his whole ministry was water. 1 Corinthians 3, 5. Who do you think Paul is anyway? Apollos, for that matter, servants, both of us servants who waited on you as you gradually learned to entrust your lives to our mutual master. We each carried out our servant assignment. I planted the seed, Apollos watered. But God waters, but God made you grow. It's not the one who plants or the one who waters who is at the center of the process, but God who makes things grow. Planting and watering are menial servant jobs at minimum wages. What makes them worth doing is that God we are serving. You happen to be God's field in which we are working with water. water. Working the field with waters. Water. Amen. Glory. Glory, glory, glory. James 3.10, my friends, this can't go on. A spring doesn't gush fresh water one day and brackish the next, does it? Apple trees don't bear strawberries, do they? Raspberry bushes don't bear apples, do they? You're not going to dip into a polluted mud hole and get a cup of clear, cool water, are you? <laughs> First Peter 3.19 he went and proclaimed God's salvation to earlier generations who ended up in the prison of judgment because they wouldn't listen. You now, even though God waited patiently all the days that Noah built his ship, 
Only a few were saved then. Eight to be exact. Saved from the water by the water. The waters of baptism do that for you. Not by washing away dirt from your skin, but by presenting you through Jesus' resurrection before God with a clean and clear conscience. Jesus has the last word on everything and everyone, from angels to armies. He's standing right alongside God, and what he says goes. <laughs> They conveniently forgot that long ago all the galaxies and this very planet were brought into existence out of the watery chaos by God's Word. Then God's Word brought the chaos back in a flood that destroyed the world. The current galaxies and Earth are fuel for the final fire. God is poised, ready to speak his word again, ready to give the signal for the judgment and destruction of the desecrating skeptics. Revelation 7.14. Just five more. And then we end the whole Bible. We went through the whole Bible tonight. Revelation 7.14. The water of the whole world. Word. The water of Genesis to Revelation. The water of the entire word. Then he told me, These are those who come from the great tribulation. And they've washed their robes. Scrubbed them clean in the blood of the Lamb. That's why they're standing before God's throne. They serve him day and night in his temple. The one on the throne will pitch his tent there for them. No more hunger. No more thirst, no more scorching heat. The Lamb on the throne will shepherd them, will lead them to spring waters of life. And God will wipe every last tear from their eyes. Yay. Amen. Revelation 16, 4. The third angel poured his bowl on rivers and springs. The waters turned to blood. I heard the angel of waters say, Righteous you are, angel of water. And your judgments are righteous. The is, the was, the holy. They poured out the blood of saints and prophets. So you've given them blood to drink. They've gotten what they deserve. Just then I heard the altar chime in, Yes, O God, the Sovereign Strong, your judgments are just and true. Water judgment is here from the water angel. Revelation 16.4 Revelation 21.6 Revelation 17 one. One of the seven armies, one of the seven angels carried the seven bowls, came and invited me. Come, I will show you the judgment of the great whore who sits enthroned over the water. The soul over better than the spirit. The whore is over the water. The ones that 
are build their pride up over water that aren't dependent on the Holy Spirit. That's the whore. The whore with whom the kings of the earth have gone whoring show you the judgment on earth, the dwellers who's drunk on her whorish lust. Revelation 17, 15, the angel continued, the waters you saw on which the whore was enthroned are peoples and crowds, nations and languages. And the ten horns you saw together with the beast will turn on the whore. They'll hate her, violate her, strip her naked, rip her apart with their teeth. They'll set fire to her. It was God who put the idea in their heads to turn over their rule to the beast until the words of God are completed. The woman you saw is the great city, tyrannizing the kings of the earth. Bring her down into the water. Let all souls go down into the water. Revelation 21.6 Then he said, It's happened. I'm A to Z. I'm the beginning. I'm the conclusion. From water of life well, I give freely to the thirsty. Conquerors will inherit all this. I'll be God to them. They'll be sons and daughters to me. But for the rest, the, f the feckless, the faithless, degenerates, murderers, sex peddlers, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars, for them it's lake fire and brimstone second death. Revelation 22.1 Then the angel showed me water, the water of life river, crystal bright. It flowed from the throne of God and the Lamb right down the middle of the street. The tree of life was planted on each side of the river, producing twelve kinds of fruit, a ripe fruit each month. The leaves of that tree are for the healing of the nations. Never again will anything be cursed. The throne of God and of the Lamb are at the center. His servants will offer God service worshiping. They'll look on his face, their foreheads mirroring God. Never again will there be any night. No one will need lamplight or sunlight. The shining of God the Master is all the light anyone needs. Last verse, remember first verse of the Bible? 1-1 one, one water, Revelation 22-17, water. It begins and ends with water. Come, say the Spirit and the Bride. Whoever hears, echo, come. Is anyone thirsty? Come, all who will, come and drink. Drink freely of the water of Bless you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <laughs>